When you thought this year couldn't get any fucking worse, it just does. So you know what? How about you just join us for an hour, come have a laugh, and let's do this. This is Rebels Without a Clue. And here we go. Fucking A. Back for a, another week. Yeah, for after a tiny, tiny a hiatus. Little, a little hiatus. Unforeseen for circumstances came into effect. And um, we couldn't make last week's episode. But you know what? Which I know you guys would be pretty sad about. Yeah. But I think this week is definitely going to be a recovery episode yeah. of great magnitude. Yeah, definitely. And I'm looking forward to discussing this one. This one's going to be an interesting one. Yeah. And I think we're still sticking on a th- like a theme. Yeah. For, yeah. The, for the times at the moment. Because it is a pretty predominant issue that's going on in the world right now. So, you know, might as well. It's only beneficial that we- Embrace it, really. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. I'm with you. So, do we want to maybe- Do you want to do the plugs first before we uh, get into our festivities? Well, look, I might as well. Forgive me if I'm a little bit rusty, but if you haven't done so already, guys, be sure to go <laughs> like and subscribe us on our newest platform, Anchor, which is now our new, I guess, a new main hub. Our new go-to. Yep, that's a new go-to. So, you can follow us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud still, or just anywhere you get your podcasts, really. Um, and you can also follow us on our social medias on Instagram, Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter, Rebels Without a 1, and Facebook, Rebels Without a Clue podcast, which- we have been pretty freaking active on yes. our Facebook as of late, and um, if I, you haven't already noticed. I so, must um, say, I'm really loving the interactivity that we've got going yeah, a we've lot been having, with you guys. We've been having some good uh, discussions with the people that have been interacting. We it's have. been fun. People have been great, and I applaud the effort that people are taking the time and being active members. And if I can ask again from our listeners- to actively subscribe wherever you guys listen to us. It'd be greatly appreciated. And it's really becoming a nice little community, I think, we're starting to develop. It is. So, it is. the bigger push where you guys, if you would actively try and share us, that would also be a huge help. Yeah. I know we're really trying to push to get this off the ground and really kind of get a good listener base. That's kind of, you know, where we really want to head in the direction. Yeah. And get ourselves out there. Yeah. And you know what? I want to give out some, I want to give a couple of shout outs to some of the peeps that have been interacting with us, you know, just as a kind of little thumbs up and a thank you for, you know, just having a good chat with us, you know? So shout out to Chris, you know who you are. Um, Thanks. uh, Thanks for the chat. It's been a lot of fun with you, man. And uh, good old Shauno. Thanks, Sean, Fucking but I, I win the argument. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Whatever point you put across in relation to that movie, which was The Lost Boys, your claims will always go unfounded compared to what I have to put across. All right, all right. Stop pulling your dick to Lost Boys. You've been doing it since you fucking since, first saw it. I know. Since its first inception in cinema, I have been um, loving that. I don't have any other words, and but it is what it is. Triggered in three, two, two don't say Twilight, don't say Twilight. Sisters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I told you I'd trigger you. <laughs> Trigger's an understatement. Trigger does not encapsulate how I feel about even the prospect Oh, I'm of well that. aware. I'm well aware. Um, and while we're doing all these formalities and shout outs and whatnot, should we give a couple more shout outs to, um, 
to a couple of our fellow podcasters out there. Um, yes. I want to give one shout out. Um, I've done it before in a few of the episodes, but uh, to my mate Chris, who's running uh, the Generation Random podcast. Um, so if you guys haven't checked it out, go check him out. He's a fucking, he's a barrel of laughs. Um, and he does a fair bit of live streaming over Discord um, and even on Facebook Live. So um, get on it. He's really getting himself fucking balls deep. Into it is. It so, is good um, stuff. Go have a go have a join him in a laugh. Like um, I actually jumped in. Oh, look, I'll, I jumped in a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, when he was doing, he's basically doing a stream. It almost felt like he was doing like a radio show, like That's with cool. music as well. So Very that cool. was really fun. He was taking yeah. requests and shit. So. Um, yeah, so Generation Random, check it out on whatever podcast app you use, um, and also check out the Facebook page, Generation Random. Awesome. And for me, I'm going to plug my American husbands. For me. For me. For us. For us. Okay. My Come on, bad. we're a unit here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tony. You bastard. Um, pour out your soul. It is a revelation in itself. Pour the, the soul out? No, don't, no, no, don't <laughs> fuck me around now because they do it to themselves. Don't throw a I had spanner to, in the works. I had to do a little bit of it. Kind of- Pour out your soul. <laughs> Let me just clarify that now because you've got me doubting myself. Fuck. Pour out your soul. Yes, I got that right the first time. You did. Uh, I was just fucking Brett, with you. Tom, Alberto, uh, who else? Dom, uh, Dom, God. You boys- said Dom twice. Oh, uh, okay. No, I said Tom. Yeah, no, I said Tom and Dom. Yeah, and then Dom again. Okay. Well, the boys are amazing. The podcast is great. Please have a listen. Uh, they're on Buzzsprout, um, which is kind of their hub platform. Right. And also they're up on other platforms such as Spotify and a couple others. So please just help and support them. They're only new into it. They're a couple episodes in, but it's fantastic content so please yeah. give it a listen guys it's definitely a good laugh to oh have yeah with those boys oh, yeah, yeah they're, they're they're a good bunch they are there we go all awesome. right all right so um shall we discuss what topic it is today i'll leave that to you buddy boy okay well we wanted to basically look at and discuss some of the greatest black actors of our time we thought there is an insurmountable amount of content when it comes to talking about actors um, of African-American descent and they- Or some sort of other ethnicity. Yeah. Um, whatever it may be. You know, I suppose when you look at it, thinking about even the Oscars, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes there's potentially not the exposure or the recognition that they sometimes deserve. So, yep, we thought as part of this week's episode, we might kind of give them the platform and the exposure that they so vehemently deserve- um, so deserve. Did I say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Deserve. Dyslexic. No. So I okay, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. I haven't been right. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, but yeah. So let's get a start on this because I'm really keen to get a start. All right. Well, um, well first of all, you can go first cap off the rain. It's cap. really hard to ignore when you think of black actors. You think straight away. First person that comes to mind is Denzel. Oh. Who are you going to say? Samuel. Oh. We'll get to him. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to him. Yeah. Denzel. Yeah. The man- Where do you even begin with Denzel? The man's a legend. If I say the name Denzel, you know instantly boss. He's one of those actors where I can't think of a movie that he's been in that I don't don't like. He doesn't make bad movies. He doesn't. Like, I can't think of a flop that he's been in. So, if I said Denzel, what's the movie that instantly goes straight to your head? 
Oh, um, well, because I just watched it recently, Equalizer. Yeah. Um, oh. I think for me, Training Day. Yeah, Training Day. Training yeah. Day, yeah. you kind of see his acting chops in that. Like, with Through and Through, he is an artist in itself. Like, everything he does in the way he goes about his work is methodical. You can tell he lives and breathes apart. If yeah. you, we look back, look at the way he did Malcolm X. Yeah. Um, there's another Oof. movie I personally loved. A lot of people don't love it, but it's called Fences. Um, it's not. Yeah, it's. Um, it's very it's, eclectic, kind yeah. of indie, art housey kind of. Yeah. And it's just a pure dialogue film. Yeah. Uh, I've, yeah. I've seen, a, I haven't watched the movie in full. I've seen a few clips from it. Yeah. Um, but just a few of like the monologues that I've seen him do, fucking so phenomenal. powerful, phenomenal, so so powerful. Yeah, and he can just drive it home so well. And I feel like whatever role he takes on, he makes it believable. At no point do you ever feel like he's acting. Like he looks like he lives and breathes that character. I think Remember the Titans. Oh. And probably one of my favorite roles of him, without really. question. And it incredible. seems like. When he does that kind of role, especially within Remember the Titans, it was very, very, not just believable, but I feel like I'd want him as a mentor as part of that. Oh, hell yeah. And imagine him giving the kind of speeches that he did in that movie. doesn't matter what sport you play, whether you're an academic, whether whatever profession you're in, if you have a Denzel talking to you, you're going to fucking sit up and listen. Yeah. He's just, it's just one the of those way people. he. De- it's the way he's able to de- to deliver his lines. I think that's what really sets him apart from a lot of other actors out there. And I think if you look just at his filmography, it's like where ridiculous. do you even begin? It's huge. John Q, Deja Vu, Inside Man, The Manchurian Candidate, Man on Fire, Book of Eli, the Hurricane. Unstoppable, Safe House, Two Guns, like. It just keeps going. Like, he's probably got one of the most credible filmographies that you could ever potentially discuss. Yeah. He is kind of the forefather. So, how we'd perceive Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, those sorts of guys, and what they brought to cinema as white actors, Denzel is on par with that, without question. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. I, I, I can't see anyone else having- He set the tone. He always did for me. Yeah. Like, like I think even my dad, when I speak about those kinds of movies, he loves every single one of them. Yeah. It's hard to not love Denzel. Yeah. And I think even what he does off screen, his interviews, I love him. I can't, can't say I've watched many of his interviews. He's just- honest, but I don't really watch actor so interviews. so fucking real. Yeah. He's just a real person. Um, and I think that's kind of what separates <laughs> mediocre actors mm-hmm. from the great ones, where- how they are in person and how they are on screen, it's not a noticeable difference. Yeah. It's just who they are. So, yeah, yeah that, that's that's my take on Denzel. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's hard to argue against that, really. I mean, the man's a fucking legend. Well, like you, I was you, mentioning as well, go for it. Samuel go for Jackson, it. man. Probably one of the most iconic actors oh, ever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, look, he hasn't got as credible- a lineup of films as Denzel. He's done a, a few. He's done a lot. Of, he's done a lot of floppers. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's done a lot of floppers because Samuel's that kind of guy that just goes into pretty much any movie. But it's like, like it's surprising when you watch a movie and he's not in it. 
He does you whatever know? the fuck he wants. Yeah, and that's what you love about yeah. him because it's Samuel fucking Jackson. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. The only problem I ever had with Samuel Jackson was snakes on a plane. Um, that was not a plane wreck. That was a train wreck. Maybe he did that movie so he could buy a plane. God only fucking knows, but I have Maybe. a real issue with that movie. Maybe. Because one- Let's just say I'm not a fan of snakes to begin with. Well, that makes two of us. If I was the pilot in that movie, I would have made that movie about 14 minutes because after takeoff and finding out that there are snakes on the plane, I nose dive straight to the ground. I would have nosedive and 100% buried 260 lives. I don't care. I'm not yep. dealing with it. Yep. It's a simple fact. Yep. Now, yeah. I'm 100% with that. But, I mean, you look at- like his sort of earlier career, like I think my sort of first exposure to Samuel Jackson, Pulp? Uh, yeah, would have had to be Pulp Fiction. Yeah, and my God, what a fucking role and what a performance from that man! Yeah, absolutely yep. amazing as Jules. And I think the God, the dynamic way that him and John Travolta work oh, on screen. Such, they had such good on-screen chemistry between the two. It was crazy. Fuck it was yeah. absolutely crazy. It's just like they read, like they could just read each other without even saying a word. I feel like they, they would have spent a lot of time together kind of building the rapport that they needed to make that chemistry work. So, like, for me as well, like, if you think, remember the movie Reservoir Dogs? Yeah, of course. All those guys, I feel like they had awesome chemistry on screen. Mm. There was just something about it. even the usual suspects. Yeah. That movie for me, again, it's just, you know, you've got five guys, but they all bounce off each other. Yeah. With the way John Travolta and Samuel Jackson work, mm. it was just, they were unified in everything that they did. They looked yeah. like a partnership. Yeah. It was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And even like, I know it's probably not one of everyone's like favorite of the Tarantino movies. Mm. But I actually really liked his performance in Jackie Brown. It, it was great. It yeah. Was like, really great. I actually, like, because I was relatively young when I watched Jackie Brown. Yeah. Um, and I felt that, like, when I was watching his character, always sort of a little bit on edge because I always felt like that he would kind of, you know, flip the lid at any second. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Which, I mean, credit where credit's due. If an actor can make you feel like that, I mean, they're doing their job right, really. And like I think, especially the character he was playing. Like, fuck. When you talk about evoking emotion and making you feel something, for me, it was definitely the movie A Time to Kill. Oh yeah, the way Samuel Jackson was in that as a father that's had his daughters raped, it just gave me chills watching him on screen yeah. when he arcs up to um, the lawyer who's obviously questioning him in the court. And he's like, you know, I, I, they deserve to die and I hope they burn in hell. Mm. That line for me is just kind of surmises the way Samuel Jackson embodies a part. Yeah. He is just this enigmatic kind of, you gravitate to him. Like if he's in a movie, you can't help but, like, your eyes will not go off him. Nah. He's just one of those he's people. Just got and that I kind of magnetic that personality. He fucking says fuck that many times. You know what? There is no one. Absolutely no one in any sort of acting world of any sort that can say motherfucker the way like Samuel he Jackson. He's like, I'm surprised he hasn't fucking trademarked, trademarked <laughs> that phrase. Trademarked. Yep. Um, it, 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 it's him to a T. It really is. Like you say motherfucker. Even, even then, I didn't even mean to come out in an American sense then. Yeah. And I probably sound like a fuckhead doing it. Yeah. But- I know you were trying to do a Samuel Jackson, but it just- Don't, give, give me your best 
Samuel Jackson, motherfucker. Oh, fuck. Go, please just try. Oh. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Oh, yeah. It's hard. Yeah, I know. You can't no. do it. He, he just has a way with it. Dude, he just- But look, I mean, even apart from, you know, just the kind of usual roles, you look at like the sort of, the, I guess, the modern day Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most, like, let's say the current generation of people, of ki- well, of, I'm going to say kids. Yeah. I mean, they only know him as Nick Fury. That's true. That, oh, no, he's a fucking. I did not he's even. He's a fairly that. iconic. Well, he's a pretty iconic character yeah. now, even to like to resonate with a younger audience yeah. now. Like they don't, they wouldn't necessarily know him as like Jules from Pulp Fiction. Correct, correct. You know, yeah. they would see him as well cultured kids who had parents that would have exposed them to such a yeah. great movie. Then yes, but yeah, but most I wouldn't just be showing my young kids that movie. No, no, no. <laughs> but they all know him as Nick Fury, correct. and that's like that's. Like, he's, he's part of that superhero status. Yeah, he is. You know? That's huge. Having the kind of- That's a long-term contract. Yeah. That's a really long-term contract. Yeah. But I think his versatility and being able to just immerse in a role allowed him and afforded that opportunity to be put into a role like that in a superhero- Because I'd never picture him in a universe like that. I just, I don't see it in him. Yeah. But I can't imagine now anyone else playing Nick Fury. Yeah. It just makes sense to have him as that. Yeah. And it was, I, I found it a little bit desensitizing when he first stepped on as Nick Fury mm-hmm. because you knew what he was like and the kind of, I guess, the kind of typecast roles that he was put in. Yeah. That he would like, be a certain character, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. He'd be that Samuel, Samuel Jackson type character. Yeah. But to go as Nick Fury is kind of like a straight man, doesn't swear, not very comical, just, yeah. you know. Down the, the line. The boss, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It was weird to see, but he does it really fucking well. He does. And I, I, I dare say that there wouldn't be many roles that he'd take on that he wouldn't do amazingly. Yeah. Uh, apart from, like we said, a few sketchy movies mm. that he was a part of. Mm-hmm. But I feel like th- they were kind of money-making little oh, grubs yeah. for him. Yeah. And like, you know what? You can do whatever the fuck you want. You're Samuel Jackson. Yep. He would have told directors, fuck off or don't be a motherfucker. Give me the role. Yeah. It's as simple as that. I reckon- I'd like to think that he's got that kind of pull in Hollywood. He would. Yeah. He's just that sort of guy. Yeah. Now, when we talk about pull in Hollywood, this next person- Yep. Yeah. Is um, kind of the godfather. Oh. Morgan Freeman. That voice. Just his voice. It's so iconic. That it's- it's weirdly, I always think Morgan Freeman's the equivalent of David Attenborough in iconic voices. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. if you wanted people to narrate your life, I would choose James Earl Jones or Morgan Freeman. They would be part of the lineup. They're the two standouts but, for me. Yeah, definitely. Because James Earl Jones, when I'm in a shit mood <sighs> or feeling angry, I feel like James Earl Jones would just do it like perfectly. Morgan Freeman is kind of the contemplative, I'm weighing up my life options. Yeah. I want Morgan doing it. Right. He's yeah. one of those people. So, you don't want King Joffrey Joffa Zamunda? Probably not in that context. Coming That whole coming to America thing, I don't know if that'd work for me. Um, it's just, yeah, we're very different. But yeah, Morgan Freeman, like, again, I'm like, I'm- I'm kind of spewing that I haven't seen a lot of his films. Can you click I into really him for me? Because I'm really curious. I just want to get a- Like when- I think it was a couple of months now mm-hmm. when you- um. Oh my God. When Where you, do I even start? When we ended up watching um, Lean On Me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, like I hadn't heard of that movie before you put it on that night. And watching his performance, like in any, is kind of like his younger it's years. Powerful, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. was very. He was a very powerful actor. Like, he was. Fuck. And man. I think he and Denzel kind of like work in that same vein of being their emotion on screen yeah. is tangible. Like you can feel it. Like if he was a teacher and he's telling me off, I'd fucking shit bricks. Like genuinely. But even in younger Morgan Freeman days, there was a movie called Seven, which is one of my favorites with Brad yeah. Pitt. Yeah, yeah. And he just has a presence. I don't care what movie he's in, he commands the screen. Yeah. And there was a funny story that um, he was with Jonah Hill when they were making, I don't know, whatever the fuck, whether it was a skit or a movie or something, I can't think. But it was kind of in the vein of Driving Miss Daisy and yeah. then two sitting in a car. He, Jonah Hill was explaining that Morgan Freeman basically didn't say much to him for like three days. And then he sang this song. He's like, just this ridiculous song. Yeah. And Jonah was like sitting there going, what the fuck is happening? And then Morgan's like, okay, now it's your turn. And then Jonah Hill had to come up with something on the spot, off the cuff. And it was the most ridiculous thing Morgan Freeman had ever heard. And Morgan's like, yeah, that's not really what I was going for. And then that was kind of their interaction. So Morgan Freeman, from what I've gathered, is quite quirky. Yeah. But it just makes me love him even more. Yeah. 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 Like, well, for me, I think, like, (laughs) if it's, if he's going to be anybody, it's always going to be that Morgan Freeman to me is always going to be Fox. Lucius Fox. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd make sense for you. Wow, yeah, man. Like, yeah. Come on, he's gonna be the. Luci- he's always gonna be Lucius Fox. Yeah, um, I think one of the other roles that, like, I know it's a very big popcorn kind of flick, but mm-hmm. Olympus Has Fallen right. with Gerard Butler. He plays. Um, I think I'm pretty sure he's. Yeah, he's the president, and his role in it is just. I don't know. There's something about him doing an authority figure that just works. Yeah, With yeah. his voice and the way he is, I could just sit and listen to him talk for hours. Yeah. And then- He is- He's Speaker Trumbull. Oh, he's not the yes, president. Yes. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Is Aaron Eckhart- Aaron Eckhart yes, is the president. Fucking, that's right. However, there is the other movie that- Oh, my God. I've just- Oh, my God. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> One of his best. One of the best movies ever made. Mm. It goes without saying. And I don't think there's many lists- of best movies ever made that wouldn't have Shawshank in it. Yeah. It'd be crazy. And if you haven't seen it, please fucking watch it. It's just one of those part and parcels. If you are a movie lover, you must see it. Simple. Okay. You haven't seen it. No. I fucking despise you sometimes. <laughs> How are we discussing movies that when you haven't even seen Shawshank Redemption? <laughs> But you do I'll have the attention it. span of a monkey, so that probably- The attention span of a monkey. <laughs> I'm going to run with this now. Says you. Why? Don't I can get me sit start. through long movies. I'm not talking about sitting through movies. What, what, what are you talking just about? Just your attention span in general. But anyway, we're getting off topic. You just want to get off the topic, the fact that I'm calling you a monkey. Pretty much. Okay, okay. All right, so let's move on to the next person then. All right, well, what else comes to mind when you're, when you're kind of going in this field? King of Scotland- and that is Forrest Whitaker. Okay. He, in that movie... Look, it's not a famous one that everyone would have watched. Mm. Um, but <laughs> the kind of standout, the, the thing that makes me 
think of him all the time is the twitchy eye. Yeah. It throws me out. It does. But it again, does. he's one of those characters that has this enigmatic feel to him. It's like when you watch him, again, you gravitate towards him on screen. Mm. And the way he commands a presence is fucked. Like, he's up there for me as having those kind of emotional monologues. And you're like, wow, wow, that's just kind of thrown me into another world right now. Yeah. But that's what he does for me. Yeah, I get you. It's not like that for everyone, which is fine. Yep. But that movie kind of showed me what he was capable of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One of the other ones that is kind of what everything wrong with cinema was Battlefield Earth. If anyone's seen that- The movie that that, uh, John Travolta financed majority himself. Yeah. I'd burn my eyes out before I had to watch that again. I've only seen- a review of it. Yep. I'm not putting myself through that. Don't movie. ever do I it. I am not Don't doing do it. it. Not doing it. It's like if I scraped my shoe on dog shit, I'd rather lick that than watch that movie again. Really? Yeah. It's so, it's so bad. It's just so bad. Yeah. Fucking hell. Um, look, I haven't had the biggest exposure to Forrest Whitaker. Um, I think I'm, I'm struggling to think of- Things I've seen him in, I yeah. think what stands out probably the most would probably be um, is part of the Star Wars franchise. Who was he in Star Wars? Uh, he was one of the rebel leaders. Oh, okay. Um, oh, crap. I'm going to get shot for this because I should know this answer. You are. You're a big Star Wars nerd. Uh, not big enough, apparently. Clearly not. No. That's, that's, uh, I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> I am failure. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, but I'm not gonna pressure you. Rogue One, Rogue that's one. the one. Rogue One, Saw Guerrero. Saw. Yeah, his fucking name was Saw. Yeah. Was he like at least a beast in it, or was it like yeah. just a talking part? No, no, no. He had a. He had Did a, he fight? Um. Yeah, yeah. He fought. Did he know which way he was looking? Could he fight two people at once? Could he do? (laughs) Did he have someone on the left of him and on the right, and he battled both? Yeah, and he'd probably knock them both the fuck out. (laughs) Okay, Um, Uh, moving on. Moving on. Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, I wasn't gonna suggest him as the next one, but I'm just. I just want to throw one movie in there that I think kind of surmises how good he could be. But he never was allowed the opportunity in my books. Um, and that was Men of Honor. He did that with Robert De Niro. And that's probably the best I've ever seen Cuba Gooding Jr. act. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's pretty renowned for Jerry Maguire. Yep. He did amazingly in Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Not going to falter those movies. Jerry Maguire, I didn't fucking love. It was good, oh, yeah. but it wasn't great. Yeah. Um, but Boys in the Hood is kind of one of those iconic kind of gangster movies Oh, not necessarily gangster, but it was just one of those real life portrayals of a black man living in the hood. Yeah. And phenomenal acting. Like, yeah. great story, rips your heart out at the end. But for me, Men of Honor, if anyone is into kind of like the war movies and stuff like that, that sits at the top of my list. Yeah. Um, and I can't tell you enough. Please watch it. Yeah, and then along came Snow Dogs. Oh, God, I forgot about that. 
Yep. Why on yep. earth did he choose that? Yep. Well, you know what? I reckon probably the same reason as why Samuel did so many floppers. Yeah, money cash. maker. Yeah, you needed that cash. Yeah, I, I can't hold it against them for doing that. I think if we were in the same boat and we had money starting to dry up, I'd probably choose like D grade asshole backyard material to make if it meant that I was going to get dollars. Freaking snow dogs. Snow dogs. God. I know. I know. Anyway, moving on. Moving yeah. on. Now this next one. I mean, he's where do you even he's begin? Col- he's pretty fucking colossal. Yeah. Right. He's a huge, huge name. You'd have to say for a period of time, he was the biggest actor in Hollywood. Yeah. I'd say, what do you think? Probably late 90s, early Independence 2000s. Independence Day time. Yeah. So mid to late 90s yeah. to early 2000s. Yeah. Will motherfucking Smith. Yeah. Will Smith, man. Such a huge household name now. It is. Like, I don't think there's anybody who doesn't know who Will Smith is. I'd be concerned if there was actually any people. Like he's that- just that. He's just that famous now. He like, is. He's, he's worldly. Just, he, legit. Everyone yeah. knows who he is. Yeah. Yeah. And he's fucking. And he's worked his ass off to get there. Oh my god! Like you think about it, going from like. I'm not <laughs> sure if this is accurate or not, but I think one of his first gigs was Fresh Prince. Was it not? I'd say so. Um, That's kind of what started him. Yeah, I think that's what sort of booted him into proper stardom. Yeah. Um, and then it ju- he just built his empire from there. Like, the man's done so much. Like, it's ridiculous how much he's done. Like, yeah, so- But not just even acting. Like, you know that there's so much production and direction that he's done in movies as well. Like, yeah. we can go on and on about his movies yep. and how many he's done. Or but, even going from the days of not only doing Fresh Prince, but having his uh, his kind of role in Made in America. Oh, God. As fuck. Pal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Fuck it up. Didn't he have braces in that movie? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> and then to go from something like that, um, I think he was in Six Degrees of Separation. Never seen it, but I've no, heard a lot it. about it. Yeah. Um, and then go to something like Bad Boys after that. That was huge. Oh. That was huge. Yeah, that, that shot him up. That was like one of the action movies of the 90s. Mm-hmm. That movie, honestly, you just wanted it to be a part of that crew. Oh, yeah. You just knew that Bad Boys was like the action movie of, well, it came out in 95. So, yeah. it was easy one of the biggest blockbusters. What stands out for you? Like, what was the kind of iconic movie that when you think Will Smith- Oh, that's easy to answer. Men in Black. You, you liked it, didn't you? Well, no, when I think Will Smith, like when oh, I first got my proper exposure to him, yeah. was Men in Black. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Because, I mean, that was around the- Like, that was kind of like in my period of when I was growing up. Yeah. And that's kind of my first exposure I got to him yeah. was in Men in Black. Yeah. And as a kid, obviously, I liked the movie. Well, I mean, what's there not to like? I think for me, what really made me love him mm-hmm. was Independence Day. I think what really made me love him would have been iRobot. Oh, that was so fucking good. That's what made that me love him. That was so good. He was so good in but that movie. as weird as it is, like, he got typecast in those roles, but I never had an issue with it. No. I, I loved him in those roles. Yeah. It was like, if you had not- Like, yeah, I'm going to set the scene. Friday night, you are bored. You don't know what to do. You're not old enough to go out. You, you've got all this time on your hands. You could chuck on, like, a movie like Independence Day and by this is Robot. Pr- and this is during the era of pre-good internet. 
Yeah, exactly. Right. right. This exactly. is with fucking dial up. 100%. So I'm still going to Blockbuster Video or any of those franchises. And uh, you weren't going to Blockbuster. I was working a Blockbuster cunt. No, I mean, this is, you, but if we're going prior to your days of Blockbuster, oh. mate, you were hitting up Video Busters. Video Busters and Video Easy. <laughs> they were fantastic. I'm sorry. They were. Video they Busters were was the better one. They were fucking institutions. Video Busters was the better one because they were cheaper. No, and Video Busters was better because they had the old random titles that you couldn't get anywhere else. Good point. Good the point. old weeklies when you used to get eight bucks and eight movies. Holy shit. My life was set for the weekend. Yeah, pretty much. You'd get your homework done on a Saturday morning. I'd knock it out in three or four hours. Mm-hmm. And then my days were dedicated to watching those movies. I loved it. Loved yep. it. Um, what other ones kind of resonate with you? But you've got- Oh, my um, God. Where, where do we even begin? Uh, I Am Legend. I am- Dude, oh. what a fucking movie. Oh. So good in that movie. Um, I actually rather enjoyed him in Hancock. I know it wasn't oh, the best movie, but I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed Hancock. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was good. There um, was Seven Pounds. Yep. I loved. Yep. Oh my God. Pursuit of Happiness. Now, I, you're going to hate me again. You haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. No. But, uh, but you, because I keep hearing of how heart wrenching it is, it is. I can't bring myself to watch it. You have to. I know you I have to, but absolutely have to. On your own. With a box of tissues? No. Yes. No. It is one of those movies that you must watch. I haven't cried from a movie. I'm not going to start now. That one will rip your soul apart. No. I'm disappointed. Again. I will watch it. Okay. I'm okay. not saying okay. that I won't. Okay. Well, as long as I know that you're going to watch I it. I will watch it. That's fine. That's fine. It. I can work past that. Yeah, yeah. I actually watched After Earth recently as well. Was that the one that he did with, with his, his son? son? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about Jaden Smith? Uh, he's a toss. He is a bit of a toss. A bit... But I look at what he did in The Pursuit of Happiness and the chemistry on screen, obviously, you can just tell that it's father and son. No shit. It, there's not many people, I think, that could have pulled that role off as well as Will Smith did. And I never picked Will Smith for kind of an emotional character. Mm. It, it just never kind of- Oh, really? Was his forte. Really? You never picked him for an emotional character? As in, why? what are you looking back at? Well, you think about the movies that came out before that. Like? Well, iRobot. Firstly, came out before that. I Am Legend came out before that. No, but I, I'm talking about depth. I, I, I found that he actually showed a fair bit of depth in I Am Legend. Okay, well- I'll, I'll, Especially when, like, after- Are you the, talking towards the end scene? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I get what you- When you're, he's kind of starting to lose it because he's that lonely. And tell me- Like, that was- You are unnatural was, if you did not get emotional at the dog dying. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're a heartless cunt, though, so I'm not asking you. This is true. But any normal person <laughs> would- I got so emotional at that dog dying when he had to fucking wring the cunt's neck. Like, that was just- No, no. I, I needed a pause. I needed a ciggy break from that. That just ruined my soul. Ruined my soul. Okay. Bright as well. Oh, I love Bright. Yeah. I showed was, you that recently. It was. It was a great movie. It's so I'm different. surprised it took me so long to get around to I know. It, I know. And I really hope that there is a follow-up to that yeah. because I'm a big fan of that. If anything, I think there's only one thing that I have a grievance with, uh, with Will Smith. Which is? <sighs> Him trying to play Genie in Aladdin. That deserves I silence. I don't want to say anything because that just deserves silence. Ugh, I just, I can't. Why? Why? It didn't work. No, it didn't. I Look, I'm going to say, was I just, didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I, I refused to take any, my image. Yeah, no, I haven't watched the movie. I've only seen clips of him 
playing Genie yep. in the movie, but I don't see Genie. I just see Will Smith. Yes, correct. You know, he wasn't playing the Genie. He was just playing himself. I don't think anyone... That's, Genie should have just been left to CGI. Leave that to CGI. Not even that. Just like even the way that he portrayed the character, it didn't feel like Genie. It was a bunch of fluff. Mm. It's the kind of shit you find in your belly button after a long night out and there's a whole fucking ball of lint in it. That's what that part was for me. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty gross. 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 <laughs> gross. Gross. And ha 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 have to have to from oh look he's been again again another one of those people that's just been in so many fucking movies and again me my first major exposure to him was the Matrix yes but Lawrence Fishburne there is so many roles that Lawrence Fishburne has been in and like I I devoutly loved him in. The Matrix. It's fucking more. He also man. like he, he's kind of faded away as times progressed. Which yeah. fair enough. You know, yeah. it's kind of a recycling now of actors where yeah. those people that we loved kind of through the nineties, leading into early two thousands, they've kind of dissipated now out of the scene, and you've got this new breed of actors. Fair enough. That Wait only makes sense. What? Wait a minute, he was in Apocalypse Now. I didn't know. Holy that. crap! He was in Apocalypse Now. Okay. Fuck! Again, no that just kind of gives him more credible. Wow, that's insane. But he has been in a fuckload. There's probably a lot that we don't know about. Yeah, I'm looking at it at the moment. There's a lot that he was in that I didn't even know. He was in- <laughs> He was in one of our favorite movies. Which is? Red Heat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, tell me you've seen Red Heat. Please leave a comment if you have seen Red Heat because it is kind of- <laughs> Like one of those tapes that gets lost behind your dresser or drawer and you find and you go, what the fuck is this? You put it on, you go, holy shit, that was epic. Mm. That's just my take. Some of the lines that came out of Red Heat, cocainum, is just fucking brilliant. Red Heat is the tits. It's so fucking funny. He was also in Predators. Yeah. Which, it's a strange role. It's a role that I didn't love him in. Like, you don't like his character in it. And it's annoying because I love Lawrence Fishburne, Mm. but then I'm fighting myself going, oh, what do I do with this? I've got this new information of him being a character I don't like. I don't know what to do because I love him in The Matrix. I love him in most movies. Yeah. But that one just threw me about. Yeah? Yeah. Is it because he played that, just that character that you just couldn't like? It just annoyed me. What a fucking, fucking shit me. So, So, he did his job right then. He did. So, you're still getting angry about it. I went up. That's how good a job he did. I know. I know. Fucking hell, credit to I him, know. man. Um, and look, you had him, like, if you go back towards his sort of earlier career, yeah. I mean, Boys in the Hood. Oh, what? Look, again, like I said, again, before, Cuba. major cast. Yep. Uh, Bad Company, he was in as well. That was good. Do you know what kind of props up his acting capacity is mm-hmm. the fact that he did Shakespeare, Othello. Yeah. I, I really struggle to watch, like, Macbeth and Othello and, you know, A Midsummer Night's- Do you know what's fucked? Okay. What? Th- this is my sick mind running oh, a world no. now. A Midsummer Night's Dream, yep. there's a porn parody of it called A Midsummer Night's Cream. <laughs> 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 it really, really throws me off because every time- Someone mentions Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream. You my just head think goes. A Midsummer Night's Cream. <laughs> it, it's it's a real problem. Oh, it's a funny one though. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna leave that alone. 
forget that I ever Fuck, that's that so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's probably one of the greatest porn parody names ever, though. It just works so perfectly. It is pretty fucking spot on. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, again, John Wick 2. Yep. Great part. Yep. And, oh, Keanu Reeves. Sorry. Just yeah, he, great man. He's great not man. a part of this no, episode. I know. I know. So. Anyways. All right. Next one. Who, like, have you got any? Oh, well, <laughs> you know where we're going you can, now. You go, go start. All I'm going to say is one word, and this is dedicated to you, Sean. Blade. Yeah. Blade, 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 blade. White men can't jump. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a movie. What a fucking movie. And not to mention- I love Wesley Snipes' outfits yeah. in White Man Can't Jump. Mm. He it is the most ridiculous outfit I've ever seen. But again, I love it. Passenger 57. You probably haven't seen it because you're a fucking dropkick. No, I haven't. Of course you haven't. Demolition Man. <laughs> I was just about to say, Demolition Man. Hell yeah. Oof. Oof. <laughs> there is no so, one- has so, such an accurate depiction of what our world's becoming. Literally. <laughs> no one could have pulled off fucking blonde- Pube hair, like Wesley Snipes did in that movie. Love, love the fashion in that. Love the whole futuristic conception of what the time looked like. But I feel like there's parts of that that kind of are starting to be integrated into like today. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ac- a kind of oddly accurate depiction of what we're becoming. Yes, which is yes. weird. Uh, art, the art of war. I enjoyed that. that I actually movie. didn't mind that. That was great. I did enjoy that a fair bit, actually. Murder at 1600, another one of my favourites of his. Mm-hmm. Demolition Man. Uh, yeah, there, there was not a lot of- Oh, New Jack City was pretty good as well. <laughs> oh, God. What did you find? <laughs> Michael Jackson, bad. He was in the bad film clip. I, I don't- re- What? When? He was in the film clip Really bad. Yep. Dancing? Yep. Oh, dear Lord. He played a character known as Mini Max. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but like what he's making oh. now is kind of going down the drain. Uh, can I mention the one that you're thinking? Yeah, go for it. Gallo Walkers. Oh, <laughs> it's AIDS on a CD. It's genuinely someone has smeared AIDS on a CD. But then he kind of redeemed himself by D- by doing a silly role in Expendables. Oh yeah, but again, like, that's a fluff movie. Yeah, fucking, it's popcorn. It's it is pure popcorn. It's movie. popcorn before it even becomes popcorn. It's seeds. It's it's kernels and explosions. <laughs> kernels. That's what it is. Kernels. Fucking kernels. What a great word. Fuck kernel. Kernel. <laughs> but again, oh my god. Oh, he's going to be in coming to America too. Yeah, of course. Oh wow. I didn't even know. Oh shit. Outbreak Z. Okay. Ooh, so he, he's got. Other works coming through, and there's talk of him being a part of the new Blade. Yeah. As to what role he reprises in that, I'm very curious because us here at Rebels are very, very big fans of Blade. Oh, yeah. So, when the oh, fact- yeah, Oh, And do you know what? This can lead into the next person who's reprising the Blade role. Oh, Mahershala Ali. Yep. Mm, one of the- more, I guess, more recent actors to enter the scene yep. in general. Yep. Because, I mean, before he sort of got his kind of, I guess, I know, his sort of bigger exposure from um, from doing uh, Luke Cage. Yeah. And I think that's that was kind of his stepping stone into get breaking out into yeah, bigger I don't roles. know. I'm not sure of what he was doing before that. Um, whether he's doing some more notable stuff that we just haven't heard of before, to be honest. Again, he was in- 
Predators, which if anyone hasn't already gathered, I'm a very, very fucking big fan of Predator the movie. Yep. I've watched them all. I've studied them all. I know the backstory of them all. It's really fucked up. Yeah. But he was in with, obviously, Lawrence Fishburne movie. Yeah. Um, and I loved his role in it. It was great. But yeah. I think he's just starting to come to the forefront now of what he's potentially looking at. Like, I think with what he does with Blade, mm. it might be kind of his, what would you call it? it it's going to be his breakout. Yeah. If he does it right and it gets the traction that it deserves, it's going to be big. Did you know he was in The Curious Case of Benjamin Button? It's been a long time since I've watched it. So, he was I in can't it. recall. You've probably never seen it. So I have seen it. Surprising. I have seen there's The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. There's a movie that Tony's watched, guys. There you go. Lights out. I, I didn't watch that. Alcatraz. Oh, that's they're all TV series. Yeah, he did a lot of work on TV. Yeah, before getting into sort of the main mainstream of like movie Hollywood. But another one um, that's kind of iconic for him was Green Book. Oh wow, I didn't know that he was in that as a voice. He was Spider-Man. in Into the Spider Verse. Okay, he played as Uncle. He played Aaron. the uncle. Oh, oh I yeah, fuck! I did not know that. Wow, that's cool. So, I mean playing Vector in Alita. Oh, God. fucking awesome! Yeah, and guys, if you haven't listened to, we did an episode on a leader. And if you haven't watched it, oh god, get fucking on go it. watch fucking it. Fucking get on it and um, jo- jump on the uh, on the ever growing a leader battle angel army that's raving on Twitter to and trying get to get them to do a fucking made. sequel because it deserves not only a part two but a part three as well. It, it deserves be. a trilogy. It has it the really, potential really for a does. franchise, man. Oh, hundred percent, it does. There are so many Dude. side stories and cool things and different concepts that they could introduce into that. Moonlight, another one of his big ones. Moonlight and Green Book are probably his yeah. two best movies in mm. terms of acting chops, without yeah. question. Oh, he was in The Hunger Games in the Mockingjay Part 1 and 2. Didn't like the role that he had in it, though. Like, that's just me. But, you know, I, I still love The Hunger Games, and I'm not disputing that in any way. Yeah. But I still find that what he did in Green Book. Yep. And, again, for those, especially in the current climate of what's happening in the world, watch Green Book. I, I can't. I'm not going to do it justice trying to explain the storyline behind it. Yeah. But it's one of those roles that needs to be seen. Yeah. It's simple as that. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next person. you. I will let you take your pick here at who you want to talk about. All right. Um, probably one of my probably more standout characters, like one of my favorite standout actors. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, Jamie Foxx. I've got a soft spot for Jamie Foxx. I love him. I love him. If anything, for me, again, probably my first be- like better exposure to Jamie Foxx yeah. was Collateral. Great movie. Fucking, Fucking phenomenal movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, like, I, I never really watched- like, I don't, Actually, no, I hadn't seen him in anything before. I hadn't seen him in a movie before. Yeah. Um, and then getting exposed to that movie and just watching him do his thing. The man's got fucking talent, man. And he's a little bit too much talent, especially when you come around to more so when he did Ray. See, this is what Get I'm leading into. Absolutely fucked. He's just one of like I feel like he's just one of those people that are just stupidly naturally talented. He's what we like, call the triple threat. Fucker. He's a triple threat. He can sing, he can dance, and he can act. And, and he's got props in all of that. Yeah. And did you hear about his new upcoming role? No. He's playing Tyson. In a, oh, in the Mike Tyson movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I can't imagine how big that boy's going to get. Do you know how Holy big he is already? Crap. No. I'll show you the photos after the pod, mm. but you'll spin out. Oh, 
Well, you keep discussing. I'm going to have a quick look while you do. Ray, if you haven't already seen it, is phenomenal. Fucking amazing. Absolutely phenomenal. It's just one of those movies, like, there's a lot of biopics out there. Yeah. But it's one of those that's kind of quintessential done right. Like, everything about it is kind of the way the emotionality was portrayed, the acting, um, every part of it I found that I was connecting to. Like, I don't know much about Ray Charles. I, I didn't know- well, I didn't music. know much about Ray Charles until the movie. Yeah, but it's kind of now gotten Good to the- Yeah, Lord. see what I mean? Holy shit, he's gotten huge. So, guys, honestly, wow. with him doing okay. the new Tyson role, yeah. if you get a chance, jump on Google and have a look at the size that Jamie Foxx has gotten Yeah, to. he's- he's He's, a he's gotten big. Mm. Holy crap. So, I'm very curious to see what will come about as a result of that film. Fuck yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Uh, what do you got, man? Let's- What are you thinking? I, can I go Don- uh, Danny Glover? <laughs> sure. Danny Glover. There's a lot for me that Danny Glover's done that I've kind of loved. Man, I'm too old for this shit. Lethal Weapon. (laughs) Lethal Weapon is Danny Glover. It is. Danny Glover is Lethal Weapon. Like, obviously, it's the duo. It is the duo. The Pulp Fiction duo, the Lethal Weapon duo. Yeah. Yeah. No one could play that role like Danny Glover did. Again, um, I'm going to come back. He was in Predator 2, and I loved his role in that. He was a stupid <laughs> fucking role, but I loved it. I absolutely he was basically loved. the same person he was in Lethal Weapon, but in Predator. 100%. <laughs> it's it's like, talking about being typecast. We don't need to do much at this cunt. Let's just put him in there and get it done. And that's what happened. But again, there wasn't much else apart from, I suppose, Lethal Weapon <laughs> and Predator 2 that- Kind of laid the groundwork for Danny Glover to be kind of. Oh, wait. The butler. I think he was in The Butler. The Butler. That was amazing. Fucking amazing. Uh, Let me have a quick look for you. Well, we played Mandela in the Nelson Mandela TV movie in 87. Yeah, it's a TV movie, though. That's a hallmark kind of shit. Yeah, but it's still Danny Glover, man. Yeah, I know. I know. And, like, he can act. I'm not disputing that. Uh, He was in Maverick. Fall, oh, Fallen Angels. Ah, uh, but he was uncredited in Maverick. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Angels in the Outfield. He was in that. Uh, where are we? Oh, what the fuck is Gone Fishing? Oh, that was so bad. <laughs> that was so bad. Okay, he's, um, he's, uh, his filmography's not looking great. No, it wasn't. It, it, this is what I'm saying. Like, there's not much of what he did that you can definitively say. Again, played the same cop in Saw. Oh, God, he did. Yep. He did. Oh, have you watched the new- Why would I ask you? Why on earth would I ask you, have you seen the new Saw? No. No. Okay, that's fine. Do I look like the kind of person that would watch Saw? No. Actually, don't answer that. Why? Because you're a bitch. Do I look like the kind of person? I'd put you in Saw and see what happens. I'd put myself in Saw. (laughs) I'd lie on a Saw. (laughs) I I could have lied on a Saw the last week, but anyways. Oh, good Lord. Yep. Uh, Moving on. We obviously have established that his credentials aren't fantastic. Well, look, the one thing that sort of- Redeems him? No, the one thing that sort of like really cemented, um, yeah, that it's he's got a fair bit of crap in here when he played a character called Mr. Weathers in the movie Monster Trucks. You deserve silence, Danny Glover. You deserve a lot of silence for that. <laughs> Monster oh Trucks. Oh, my God. Even the picture of it looks horrific. Yep. Oh. It's a- It looks like- 
well, I guess, I guess the Americans call it a truck with some fucking shark octopus thing coming out of the engine bay. Not to mention, when I say the stars in it were Lucas Till, Jane Levy, Thomas Lennon. I'm sorry, who the fuck are you? Who are you? You're nobodies. Yep, and there he is, Danny Glover. Oh, do you know what's Mr. even concerning? Wells. Guess who else is in it? Barry Pepper and Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe? Oh, come on, Rob. Ah, oh, dear Lord. Man. Okay, but we're going to move on from that. Yeah. yeah. You. All right, your turn, you pick. Yeah. You know what? Oh, it's probably one of the so more many. famous... One of the more famous names and probably one of the more iconic ones of my childhood. Yeah. It's Eddie Murphy, man. Yeah. Eddie fucking Murphy. He was like one of the Hollywood kings of the 90s. And, and even, even, even the 80s, man. Yeah. Yeah. He had a long run. Eddie had a fucking long run. He did. He had some- Like, Coming to America, for me, is one of my favorites. Yeah. Then Probably he, one of those ones that when you revisit, not so much. No, no, no. But then I think about his ability for stand-up. Oh. Like, you know what I'm leading into. Delirious. And raw. raw. Actually, question for you. Yep. And also question, well, we'll post it on the page as well. But a question to everyone out there. Which one did you prefer, Delirious or Raw? Delirious. For me, it was Raw. Really? I liked Raw better. Okay. I thought Raw was funnier. Okay, well, that's fair enough. But no, the jokes I just found funnier. I think those two stand-up pieces are probably the best stand-up pieces close to ever done. Ridiculously funny. Just- There's not much these days would par- that would parallel what Eddie Murphy was able to do. Nah, no way. And the jokes that he made, yeah, it, it's impossible to think that anyone would be able to ever do jokes like that again. Yeah, 100%. And that's why that's all timeless for me. Yeah. And you think of the movies that he's done, like- there's a, like there's many that you Beverly that, Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop love it Trading Places love it uh, Golden, the Golden Child. Child love it yep. Coming to America another love 48 it. hours um, Boomerang Boomerang holy crap Metro I loved Metro, Metro. Vampire that- in Brooklyn yeah yeah uh, <laughs> probably one of his funniest movies go the Nutty Professor it was fantastic god can I take a stab were, at why oh, you loved it you know why I loved because it because there was lots of fun. oh 100% anything I was in fucking hysterics if anyone doesn't know Tony <laughs> well we, I think look we're 63 episodes down here I think they know my affinity for toilet humour affinity is probably a soft way of putting it I know I'm trying to be eloquent Okay, well, fuck eloquence. Oh, fuck. You love farts. I do. It's as simple as that. I do. <laughs> See what Stop I mean? Stop, you fuck. That's all I need to do. I could say even this. You ready, guys, for this one? <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Poos. That doesn't do anything. It, you normally does. No, it doesn't. I usually get a snigger or no, a No, you don't. Poos. No, you don't. Poo. Bum. <laughs> bum, doodle, bum. What's happened to this conversation? You know it was going to end up in the toilet. Back to su- Eddie Murphy. <laughs> you fucking muppet. <laughs> and then probably one of his more, again, and one of his more sort of iconic roles, just being a voice as Donkey. Oh, 100%. In Shrek, man. Like, that was pretty fucking big. It was. It was a it huge was huge, movie. man. Absolutely huge. But so many, he's got such a fucking list of just- Really top-notch movies, and uh, like, look, there were a couple of ones where a bit they're, they're kind of family favorites. Oh my god, family favorites! <laughs> I'm a dyslexic dog. You heard it here first, folks. But you know what I'm getting at? Like, it's the kind of those movies where you'd sit down and you watch it with your brothers and sisters and whatever, and yeah. you just love it. Like, it's just easy to watch, very enjoyable, kind of fan favorites. Yeah, 
Yeah. Nutty Professor, how many times had you put that on just to watch that scene around the table when they're all farting? <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm getting at. I do, I do. And you know what? It's one thing I think that I only found out not long ago and what just made me love this man even more was when he was telling the story about his relationship with his brother. Yep. Now, Charlie Murphy, when they were growing up- right. Charlie Murphy. There we go. Charlie Murphy's true Hollywood stories. Um, but Charlie Murphy, when they were growing up, basically did everything he could to provide for Eddie so that way he could pursue his acting career. Okay. Right? So, basically, once Eddie got famous, Charlie stayed- pretty much with him the whole time. Yeah. Not only being part of his entourage, but, you know, kind of being the kind of the moral compass and yep. being like the, you know, the guy in his corner cheering him on and that sort of stuff, you yep. know. Um, and pretty much he sacrificed, like Charlie sacrificed a lot to do that for Eddie because he wanted to do it, but because of the circumstance, he sort of gave up on, <laughs> on his aspirations. <laughs> you pig. I know, sorry, it's the beer. Um, gave up on his aspirations to help Eddie with his. Okay. And then- it got to a point where Charlie started to get a few sort of gigs, and then Eddie added like Eddie. What, what noticing, has Charlie done? He did. He got, I think he did a lot of TV stuff, oh, a lot of stand, okay. and then he started to do a lot of stand up before yeah, yeah. he passed away. Okay. Um, that when that started to take off, to kind of give him, to give Charlie a little bit more attention, Eddie backed off. Backed off. Okay. Right to give his brother the kind of the, the platform the, for the platform it. for yeah. it. Okay. Which like fuck me, man. That's it's it's it makes you love him even more. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's brotherly love right there. That's oh, fucking amazing, man. But he's like, always been an amazing person. Like I think on and off. It was that little bit of trouble that he had during the two thousands. Of course, but do you know what? When being- he uh, mistook mistook a he for a, a she for a he. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, was it the other way around? I can't remember. I think it was the other way around. Yeah, but ultimately, you think about it. There's a lot of people that have been in Hollywood. That have kind of gone through the garbage. Like mm. you think Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. He epitomizes what Hollywood could do to someone. Yeah. Corey Hain. Yeah. Corey Feldman. Yeah. Like a lot of people's lives have been fucked up by Hollywood. Yeah. It goes without saying. Mm-hmm. We don't know the ins and outs. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And we can't comment and say definitively about a lot of the things that have happened, you know, especially with females. Yeah. God knows what a lot of females would have had to have gone through to get parts. Yeah. That scares me. Yeah. And, you know, there's always that conspiracy theory about the pedophile ring of Hollywood. Yeah. I don't know enough to comment. I'm not going to try to. Let's not even go there. But it's just, it's a really concerning part of what the fame and that kind of industry has done. Yeah. But let's move on. Anyways, let's go. One more and we'll call it. One more and then we'll just. Have a few honorable mentions. Yes, yes. All right. So, question is, who do you choose? See, uh, what about Bill Cosby? No, <laughs> no. I'm clearly joking. I'm clearly joking. I'm thinking. Yeah, le- le- yeah, yeah. That just there's a couple of roles that are just huge, unbelievably yeah. amazing. The from person we are talking about, and another one, and he was one of those ones taken too soon. Yes. 100%. Michael yep. Clark Duncan. Yep. And for those who don't know it by name, the one that I will tell you you'll know it by is The Green Mile. Yeah. It was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. That movie just kind of made me love him. Oh, yeah. I, I don't have any other way of putting that. Mm. Um, I remember him in Armageddon where he plays like a big fucking puppy dog, which was quite funny. Yeah. Um, what other movies can you recall for him? Sin City. 
You know more about that than I do. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome in Sin City. He just <laughs> I, look. I think he was pretty much the best fit for that character. Just, uh, just a tower of tower of a man. Tower. A tower. <laughs> um, probably one of his dishonorable mentions, though. Uh, would definitely have to be Daredevil. Um, oh, that was just so bad. You, you very much disliked that. It didn't was you? so bad. It was so bad. Okay, fair enough. Ugh. Train wreck of a of a fucking script. Just horrible script. Yeah. I never loved it. Like I, I watched it, but I was just like, "Whoa, this is kind of nothing." Look, I can't, I can't blame him for it because yeah. he's the way he, tr- like the way he brought that character around was definitely it was a different interpretation. But you could tell he did the best he could. Like he didn't, it didn't feel like he was like trying to cheese it. Yeah, no, I know you're getting that. You know, he yeah. he tried to. Do the best with that character of what he could. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Credit where credit's due. Like, he did well. Like, I'm, I can't really knock it. Uh, um, I just can't, I can't believe that he was the fucking, the bouncer in, um, yep. in Night at the Rocks. I know, what a movie. How did I forget that? That was, that was funny as fuck. Are you two brothers? <laughs> no. Yes. Man, works every time. <laughs> um, one of the, I don't know if you know, he did one of the voices in Brother Bear. Yep. I yep. love that. Mm. That's a great movie. Like, it's I, one of the better of the newer style animation. Correct, ones. and yeah. I feel like you know when I become a father, mm-hmm. they're kind of the cartoon movies I want my kids exposed to. I oh, look, love that my style. kids will not know what's playing currently. They will watch what I what I give them to watch. <laughs> Said more like a father than I'd ever heard. The way you articulated that. That just came out like you were giving me a fucking lesson, a stern talking I to. I am giving you a stern talking to. <laughs> you better uh, believe it. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's throw in some honorable mentions. Now you will go to sleep or I'll put you to sleep. You're my one now, Grandma. <laughs> um, honorable mentions. All uh, right. So, we've got a, a Sydney Poitier. Sydney Poitier. Amazing. Don Absolutely Cheadle. Amazing. Yeah. Don Cheadle. 100%. Yep. Yep. Uh, Billy D. Williams. Yep. Hell Terrence yeah. Howard. Terrence Howard. Can I just make yep. a quick one with Terrence Howard? There's a film called Crash. If you haven't watched it, please do. It's um, it's very, very uncomfortable to watch and ridiculously pertinent to today's world. So, yeah, I'm just going to throw it out there. Please watch it. Was it would that be your favorite movie? The of Terrence his? Done? Yes. Yep. For me, question. Hustle and Flow. Yeah, that was Love fucking that gold. Gold. Yep. So, oh, <laughs> um, you know, you said it before. I'm not going to be going to Yep. Uh, Jimun Hunsu. Yeah, uh, those would know him from Gladiator, most likely. Yeah, yo, and Blood Diamond or Midnight from Constantine. Yeah, very true. Ving Rhames, Ving Rhames, Martin Lawrence. Yeah, good old Martin Lawrence. Charles S. Dutton. Yep. Uh, who else? Louis Gossett Jr. Uh, a lot of people probably wouldn't know him because he was um, early days. Yeah. Uh, Idris Elba. If <laughs> how did we leave out Idris? I know. Ice One of the Cube. biggest ones. Ice Cube. Cube, probably not for his acting chops. No, no. but he's. An iconic figure. Yeah, everyone knows him. Yep. Richard Pryor. Marlon Wayans. Tay Diggs. Damon Wayans. Omen, Omar Just the Wayans brothers. Yeah. Full stop. They're yeah. a family of talented motherfuckers. It's Hell ridiculous. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Tyrese, Tyrese Gibbs. No, Tyrese Gibson, sorry. Fucking loved him in Too Fast, Too Furious. Well, I think that was my first exposure to him anyway. Oh, we mentioned him, but we didn't even talk about him. Who? The man himself, James L. Jones. Oh, good call. Absolutely... Amazingly talented actor. Yeah. Oh, ridiculous. And one of those ones that does have a theatrical background. 
Yes, yes. I yes. think a Shakespearean theatrical background. I didn't know from, that. I think, it was a, I think he's a thespian. Pretty oh. sure he is. Say thespian 10 times. No. Please try. I'll do it after the episode. Okay. <laughs> we don't have the time for it. Uh, Keith David. Fuck, man. He's been in heaps. Just, he, and he's another one with he's another one of those people with just such an iconic voice. But he shits me. Fun fact. I don't like his Fun character. fact for you. Uh, did you ever watch the animated Spawn series? Uh, only briefly. He was the voice of Spawn. Okay. Well, he was Spawn. Michael J. White. Oh, fuck. How do we forget Michael J. White? Yeah. I think that's more of our personal favorite. I think he's one of our our personal favorites. He's not. I wouldn't say he's in the top no, tier of, of actors not. in no. general. But nowhere near it. I still love him. Yeah. He's still yeah. fucking awesome. Blood and bones. <laughs> what are you talking about? Fucking spawn. Use your armor. Concentrate. <laughs> uh, look, I, I think a lot of people will love him, but I'm not the biggest fan. Kevin Hart, he's all right. I'm, I'm not a fan not at all. Great. Uh, Spike Lee, amazing, amazing director. Yeah. In, like his movies are spot on. Yeah. Actually just got a hold of um, The Bloods. Or five or the five fi- bloods, the five bloods. Yeah, yeah. I just got a, I just got my hands on it, and we need to watch it because it looks phenomenal. Looks awesome. I okay, really watch I, it. I don't know much about it. I saw it on Netflix. I saw so. the trailer for it, and I'm like, yeah, this looks cool. Okay, this looks very cool. cool. Uh, Sammy Davis, man, like, no, I guess not so much known as an actor, but as a singer, part of the rap pack. Oh, pff, yeah, man. Uh, Chris Tucker, I love. Chris oh, Tucker. Carl Weathers, Carl Weathers, Dylan, you son of a bitch. What's the matter? See, yeah, I got you pushing too, too many, many pencils. pencils. Um, Chris Rock, definitely one of the more comedic actors of the time. Don't rate him. Don't I, rate I, him. I, I reckon he's funny. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer, love him in a lot of a lot of uh, com- like comedic movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, Damon Wayans, I mean, that was like I think it still holds true to me now, and it all like it has for fucking forever. Him as Major Payne. Oh wow! Yes, just uh, um, I'm going to say Dalroy Lindo. Oh, yeah. He is in a lot of iconic oh, roles. Oh, yeah. Lots and lots. Yep. Bill Nunn, he's been in a lot as well. Yep. Um, always kind of- Always secondary roles. Yeah, always yeah. seem as like some sort of cop. Um, Tyler Perry is definitely part of the new breed. Oh, Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Uh, for those yes. who don't know who Tony Todd is, he's Candyman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as- as well, as well as also a lot of different roles. Yeah, of course. Well. But his probably most iconic role is Candyman. Hello, <laughs> Cool J. Well, he was in Deep Blue Sea. Don't give him shit. Ape <laughs> Man. A fucking shark. Ape Man. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Mac. God rest his soul. Steve Harvey. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Not anyways. so much for his acting chops, but more so his- No. The host of Family Feud. But Fuck either way, funny. there are a lot. Anthony Anderson. Yeah. yeah. John Witherspoon, man. Can you please do the line? Every time I'm in the kitchen, you're in the kitchen, in the goddamn fridge, eating all the food, eating all the chicken, all the collard greens, all the pig's feet, all the hog's maws. I want to eat some of that shit too. I love pig's feet. <laughs> oh, God. You know, I actually developed a bit more of a, a more fondness for him later on when um, I was watching a show called Boondocks. I, I don't think It's I've not seen related that. to Boondocks Saints. It's a, it's an animated show. Yeah. And he would he did the voice of the grandfather. But fuck me, it was it was very different to kind of the typical roles that of like basically not him in Friday. Yeah. Um but yeah, just a different take on it, but I loved him just as much. Okay. Really really good 
Like you could tell that he was just great in it. But yeah, I mean, the list there, goes on and heaps. on. We probably missed so many. Like, oh. Yeah, there's a lot. There's oh, a lot. how do we miss? Oh, John Amos, Ernie Hudson, Terry Crews. There's so, so many. Arsenio Hall. Like, fuck, man. Yeah. We've missed tons. But we've missed way, a I lot. Think we've covered the necessary bases. Yeah, yeah. So but this is has been kind of one of those episodes we wanted to do a homage and kind of really spotlight and bring as much attention to as how amazing some of these black actors are. Yeah. It was only necessary that we do that and we thought, you know, stick in the trend with what we've been doing as of late. So I'm just hoping that you guys have enjoyed listening to us discuss it um, yep. because I know I've had a lot of fun doing it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. Like. There's just so many actors that we brought up and then just thinks like, oh, they're in that movie, they're in that movie, they're really like, fuck, yeah. I've got to watch them again. A lot of people are going to connect the dots with a lot of the movies that they love with a lot of the people God, that we've fuck mentioned. he was in that. Yeah. yeah, he was too. Fuck yeah. Exactly right. You know, and it's just like, and again, it's just highlighting their acting chops and how fucking good they are. They were. Just- They are. And I'm not saying it, I'm just going to put it out there, I'm not saying it just because of their- No. Gen- like their color. No. It's they're just fucking phenomenal actors. Yeah, full stop. Look, regardless, it's kind of, of at that whatever point, nationality, you remove or where they come from. They just fucking hell. You remove any of those kind of, you know, how would I, those prescribing little identity things. If I, if you pull that all that shit away and you look at it for the people that they are, what they bring to the role is who they are. And fuck me. And you know what? And amazing. if you think about it, and you kind of look at like the roles that they played. Mm-hmm. Have a little game with yourself and try to think who would you replace them with. Yes. Because I betcha you can't think of them. See, and like- You won't be able to find a replacement. You can't because- If you guys are still listening to this, there's one thing I want you to do. What we've been doing for a long time, we racked our brain about who could play the new Blade character. (sighs) That took ages. It took a really long time, but we came to the consensus. Funnily enough, with my- Mashallah Ali. I'm going to say, I can't say his fucking name. I'm just going to leave it as is. But there is not many other people. And you've got to think in the climate of the right age bracket, the right look. If you have thoughts about it, please let us know. We'd actually genuinely curious about this because it took us a long time. Well, the thing is that we didn't even come up with that answer. I remember when we racked our brains trying to figure out who could replace Blade. We couldn't think of anyone. We just kept coming back to Wesley Snipes. Yeah. I think Michael so wasn't and I got thrown so into the mix a couple times. It did, but- We kind of cancelled out So, we just cancelled out because he was too old. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it wasn't until I think we heard rumours or even when it was the big reveal yeah. at Comic-Con that they announced that Mahesh Ali was playing Blade. Yeah. They'd be like, holy crap, what a perfect casting. Perfect. Perfect. Fucking hell. But, yeah. Anyways, um, also, if, you, if there are like black actors that we missed out on that you love, please- let us know. Let yep. us know. Leave, leave your, your comments in the sections on the posts. Yeah. Um, do feel free to join in the discussion with us because like we said at the start of the episode, we're always we're up for a chat. How are you? you know? so, How are you? Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to do the yeah, well, I'll formalities? Do, yes, definitely. So, guys, if you haven't done so already, be sure to go like and subscribe us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podcast Addicts. Um, Google Podcasts or whatever you get your podcast on. You can also follow us on our social medias on Instagram, Rebels Without a Clue 03, 
Twitter, Rebels Without a One, and Facebook, Rebels Without a Clue podcast. And don't forget to actually get in touch with us and have and just comment and chat or raise some questions that you may want us to answer, not only just on the page, but maybe even, I don't know, maybe something you want us to do an episode on. That's exactly right. I'm excited. Yeah, we're always open to ideas. So Yeah. Which, um, which Chris... Which Chris has done a few times. Yeah, yeah, he's been active on that. Hell I love yeah. it. Love it. Yep. So, well, that's a wrap for today. Yep. So, do you want to plug your own butt? Uh, yeah. So, if you guys want to follow me personally, I'm Braddles2505. So, that's- AKA B- the Dyslexic Dog. Yeah. B-R-A-D-E-L-S-2505. That's on Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. Nicely done. And if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at tboner80figs. That's T-B-O-N-E-R. 80FIGS, and you can follow me on Snapchat at tboner18. That's T B O N E R 18. Perfect. There we go. And that wraps up another week. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And, and so look hopefully we'll be to- back to our regular scheduling, yep. guys. So yep. um, hopefully we'll endeavor to be a little bit more consistent with um, with these future eps coming out. So, yep. um, well, until next time, fucking bye.